0: Welcome to This Justin, the show bringing you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. And now, for the fastest voice in healthcare, here's your host, Justin Barnes. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to This Justin. I'm your host, Justin Barnes. In these segments, I'll bring you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. As always, we're broadcasting from the This Justin Studios on the Business Radio X Network, as well as the Healthcare Now Radio Network. For this episode, my 254th episode, we have one of healthcare's greatest conveners and collaborators, Rich Scarfo, President of Health. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah, this is your uh, first time on air with me and with the show. So in that direction, where, you got, where are you calling in from today?
1: I am in our offices in New York City.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And just a little background for my audience, uh, where'd you grow up, college, all that good stuff?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm an East Coast guy, so I grew up just outside of Philadelphia. Um, lived in, I live in D.C. now. I spent half my time in New York. Um, I got to D.C. through school. I went to uh, George Washington University, and I ended up staying there when I started my career with uh, the Consumer Technology Association and spent about 11 years there and made dc my home uh so it's been it's been my base i've lived <laughs> a lot of other places uh for you know throughout the years but dc's always been home and that's where i keep going back to
0: yeah well we have we've, our paths have not really crossed much but we have similar in the way of i'm from the northeast i'm from boston originally or outside of boston yeah. but then spend almost 15 years on capitol hill just uh in various capacities and so um yeah, I mean, I know your, your background, uh, your, your uh, backyard pretty well, so, so. <laughs> cool. So um, before we dive into kind of the around the around health and vibe and all that, when I saw Consumer electronic show and conference in your yeah. background, where does, how does healthcare intersect with that? Because I've never really, I've never been to a CES show and um, is healthcare a growing piece of that show? I assume it would be, and it is, Correct.
1: You know, I think anything at CES on the consumer side will be present there. So, of course, health is part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, starting my career there really was wonderful because I've always been a tech enthusiast. So, mm-hmm. it was the perfect place to start. Um, that's where I really got a great understanding of the world of technology and how it affects the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and after about 11 years there, I did a few other things which led me to health, and I kind of brought the two pieces together. Um, after CES, I, you know, like I could say I did a few things around electronic gaming, which was kind of fun, but then I ended up at NIH and I worked at the foundation there for about eight years. And it started to really expose me to all things health from you know, research to public-private partnerships to the life sciences side, uh, even to global health, where I worked closely with the Gates Foundation. And you know, along the way, the inequities in healthcare were always front and center, and that's really where technology started to come in. Um, you know, I took my passion for technology and married it with all that I was learning at NIH and at the Foundation, and I was able to launch uh, an event called the M Health Summit. Sure. And yeah, that we ran that for about five or six years, and then it evolved into the Connected Health Conference. Yep. So, you know, it was a really interesting time for me because I took something that I was passionate about, which was technology and brought it together with something I was learning about and, and something that touches everyone, which was health care. And uh, those events ran, you know, very successfully um, for about 10 years in total. Um, and while that was going on, uh, the team that I had put together to run the events, we stood up something called the personal connected health Alliance. And, you know, that really was exactly what it says. It took health, uh, kept it on the focused on the individual and how technology and services were used to really increase access. And, uh, you know, I did that right up until I came over to health.
0: Did you ever come across uh, Jamie Skipper at NIH? No. I mean, NIH was
1: huge. Right. I worked on the campus there as like 35,000 people, um, you know, across like 24 institutes. Our, our foundation, uh, the, uh, the NIH Foundation, interacted with all of them. So I got to get a really interesting purview until a lot of the different institutes. Uh, but, you know, my interest was mainly at the foundation.
0: Yeah. Actually, all those organizations you listed off, I participated in in various capacities. So, um, you brought a lot to healthcare in that regard. What um, was your passion for healthcare? Where did it come from? Was it just going to NIH or something before that? Or what was that?
1: You know, know, I got to NIH Foundation as sort of an odd introduction to someone. Uh, we really hit it off and they needed some help building um, a lot of things at the foundation it was relatively small at the time. Um, a couple of them that I was interested in were, you know, the events side of things, um, the public-private partnerships. And it led me to some really interesting stuff, like um, helping to run um, the red dress collection at Fashion Week with <laughs> uh, National Heart, Lung, and Blood. and yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, the, the Gates Foundation, where I started to see in the developing countries where the mobile phone was sometimes the only access to healthcare, And, you know, traveling there with the Gates Foundation and seeing the importance of something as simple as a flip phone um, to really helping save lives and reduce uh, mortality uh, during um you know, giving birth to, uh, in in many of these countries was something that I was just taken by. And that's what led us to launching the mHealth Summit. You know, and at, at mm-hmm. the time, it was really focused on global health initiatives, because that's where it, it started. And we started to see a lot of interest from payers and provider systems and technology and service companies. And the first year of the M Health Summit was very much focused on, like I said, global health. By the second year, it had advanced very quickly into a lot of companies looking at it for how it could help situations in, in the States. And so that's where I started to get very passionate about health because I understood clearly, you know, the lack of access that many people had and how fortunate we are here, but also, you know, again, going back to inequities in healthcare and how technology can help really address some of those. And, you know, we still have a ways to go, but that's where it really started because it, it, to me, showed something that many people take for granted. um, That's just unavailable to so many people around the world. So true. So true. What were the origins of health? Mm. Well, I mean, health, you know, we just celebrated our fifth year and health really started as an answer to something that, you know, we think was missing from the industry. And uh, that was, you know, an experiential event focused on investment and innovation in digital health. It was a pretty um, straightforward idea in the beginning. Um, there was There were some sister events to health in the past. Uh, Money 2020 and Shop Talk, mm-hmm. and you know they all came at it from the same approach, and that is um, creating a platform focused on innovation, um, attracting senior executives and C-suite, really decision makers and and leaders that can make a difference. Um, creating an event that was experiential, from mm-hmm. the food to the entertainment to the atmosphere. You know, we we feel that it's okay to have a really strong business and networking event, and marry that with something that's actually fun and Mm -hmm. promotes conversation and networking, but also brings together different sectors that don't necessarily get to interact the way that they do at health. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, we had a really fantastic first year. I I joined after the first year, actually, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's what really got my attention. Um, in the first year, a lot of startups and VCs and, and senior executives um, that came together to really change what we call, you know, or map the future of, of health. And uh, so that's really where it started. Um, the The event going into year two grew very quickly. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, and we're very careful with that. We don't want the event to grow too large. But what happened in year two is that we started to see, um, and and actually that's when I came over uh, yeah. right after the first year because I I saw what was happening at health as something that was exciting, mm-hmm. and that was different from what was out there, and it was it seemed to be moving in a way that was really um, just a free form of creativity and ideas and. Um, it looked kind of fun too. So that's what attracted me. Um, so I, I left at that time, personal connected health Alliance, and I came over to, uh, to health. And so I've been here just about, about four and a half years now.
0: Yeah, that I was very impressed with, well, I've, i seen health, uh, you know, throughout the years grow, um, yeah. participated in a few, but this last one, was great the one in Las Vegas. What was the final tally there? How many people attended ballpark?
1: Well, you know we 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 have a few amazing demographics. Uh, there were twenty five hundred CEOs yes. present yeah. at the event, and just under fifty percent of our audience was vice president and above, which is really the important piece. Yep, um, we did have over ten thousand attendees, and we had about nine hundred uh, sponsors and exhibitors, which was amazing. Um, yeah. and that ranges really from startups, which we had, I think a thousand startups. I there think were a said, lot. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, VCs, we had about 1100 and, you know, the numbers I think are less important to us, uh, in terms of total number as making sure we have the right people attending the event and we have the right demographic. We, you know, we, we, watch very closely the percentage of c-suite at our event and if that percentage goes down as numbers go up that's a concern to us
0: mm-hmm. absolutely and i can vouch certainly for you know those those numbers and, and people because it was the the quality was significant uh that i saw and people the conversation that i had the level of of executives that were there um I think, I mean, just what I, when I try to explain is like, it's like the thought leader conference. It's like the thought leader show. It's like, if you're a thought leader in healthcare or healthcare IT or digital health, you're at this conference. So
1: that's really what we strive for. And, you know, as we, we engage with various partners uh, it's important that they can help us tap into communities of interest to the event because, you know, it changes every year, right? Things continue to evolve. There are new players um, there are new topics and we yeah. want to make sure that health is always at the
0: forefront, you know, with those things. Yep. Well, I agree. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, a lot of my guests throughout the years, it was just kind of, it was great. So I actually caught up with probably 20 different guests that I've had on my show throughout the yeah. last eight years at your conference in November. So <laughs> it was really great. Cause just to be able to touch base with them. And now I've several lined up this year to be back on air, just to keep you know tabs on everybody and see how everything's evolving. So, no yeah. kudos to you for pulling that together, and um, and hosting is awesome. Great to attend.
1: Well, it's it's really an amazing team that we have here that uh, helps make all that possible.
0: And you covered some of this, but what yeah. do you? I, I like this question because I always ask this of of any president or CEO of an association or event. What makes mm-hmm. health or um, unique in the digital health space? What makes your conference or organization unique?
1: Wow, that's you know I think everything starts with the team. Um, we and the vision of course mm-hmm. uh, we kind of joke here that we have a a group of unicorns and misfits and <laughs> we all just sort of belong together yeah um it's it's really uh for me coming here from very structured organizations or larger associations and stepping into health was um was interesting because you know, it was a, a small group, uh, open office environment, stand-up desks and, you know, just really no hierarchy uh, in, a, in a negative sense and and no red tape. And it it took me a minute to adjust to that. But mm-hmm. for me, it really pointed to how important it is to not only have an amazing team, But allow them to be creative and deliver, you know, everything that you brought them into to deliver Uh, fresh ideas, different perspectives. Um, You know, we're just really fortunate to have the team that we have here. And we also do everything in-house here. We have no agencies. So we Mm -hmm. have no PR agency. We have no creative agency, Um, everything from our content curation to all of our creative, from the animation and graphics, mm-hmm. everything you see is done internally. And you know, we do that. Um, of course, we have an amazing creative team, but we do that in a very open environment where mm-hmm. ideas are going back and forth. Um, it makes it fun and and kind of special. And you know, we also try to look at things and and break them. <laughs> we don't we don't want to come back every year with the same thing. Um, We're not always understood but you know the (laughs) the the idea is exactly for that we want people to come in and, and be a little bit wild um you know i think the the team here is just very passionate and focused also not on just producing an event or an event but on making a difference and and that's something that i think shows in a lot that we do um you know i think for us also what makes us unique in the space is an event Uh, You know, the things we talked about, which is that senior exec and C-suite audience is something we're very focused on. Um, We also, as part of the overall experience, we try to stay away from, you know, massive booths. We like some, you know, there are some bigger booths at our event, but that's not who we really are. We want companies large and small to really be on somewhat of a level playing field. So you can see a large company and, you know, right next to it, you'll see some startups. Right. Um, We like that. Um, It's good. We, we also, a big piece of our event in in bringing all these executives together is to make sure that we can facilitate networking. And we do that in a couple of ways. Um, You know, our funding founders program, is is unique uh, in the industry and that matches startup ceos and and founders of startups with vcs and we do thousands of those meetings at health and Mm -hmm. and our other program is called hosted buyer and that is something that brings together our sponsors or solution providers with uh, buyers and decision makers from payer provider um, large employer life sciences and government organizations in 15-minute meetings. And I think the last health, we ran over 4,000 of those meetings. Wow. So, you know, it it's important to us not only to have all of the things that I've talked about that equal the experience, but also to use people's time really efficiently. I think they appreciate that. Everyone's busy. Um, but also to make sure that the companies that are participating with us, large or small, get a great return on their investment. You know, especially especially nowadays where you know budgets are tight. Um, we want health to be and vive to be the events of choice because we're trying to do the right things for companies.
0: Well, I know there's great value there because I circled back actually a few of my investments were at this last conference. And so I circled okay. up with the CEOs afterwards to say, Hey, what was your, you know, what's your perspective on the show? Was it valuable for you? And absolutely. And uh, certainly those hosted buyer programs. I, I actually knew, um, I think it's Evelyn's on one side and then also some of I mean, my smaller startups on the other side. And um, both, everybody was happy with that type of a, of a setup. So, you know, kudos to you. And I know it's providing great value to the market and industry. So it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those that may have joined a little late today, my special guest is Rich Scarfo, President of Health. So you just mentioned Vive and we certainly yeah. talked about Vive before, but you know, how and why was Vive created?
1: Well, let's see, Vive's going into its second year. Mm-hmm. Um I think when when COVID hit, a lot of companies were really focused on getting through it and trying to get back to where they were. You know, for us, a couple of things happened, but we also stepped back and said, you know, how do we come out of this in a better place? Let's just not not just where we were. I, I think, you know, the other benefit of of health and and our and working you know, for for Jonathan, our founder, is he invested in the vision and and the future of what we're creating. And we were lucky that we didn't pull back during COVID. We really delivered experience during our virtual event. Um, You know, we kept our team. um, We continued to grow. So we're very lucky there. But what was happening as we were trying to do all the right stuff is we were getting an influx of interest for health uh, from companies and so much so that we just we couldn't really keep up with it but they weren't the right companies for health you know we want to make sure that we keep health very much focused on on the innovation spectrum and you know right. touching all corners of the healthcare ecosystem um, and these companies were really more in the, you know, the business side or the the health IT side of the space. And, you know, at the same time, we also had a growing relationship with with Chime, which is mm-hmm. an organization that I got to know in my last company. And, you know, in kind of keeping that focus, we thought, you know, is there space for another event? And I brought it up internally to some raised eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> You know why would we do another event? Health is 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 young and it's it's still growing. But you know after a, a couple of months of discussing this, um, we really did see a clear need for something, and we created Vive as another marketplace really focused on the business of healthcare. And you know whereas health, as I mentioned, is payers and providers, and employers and life sciences and government and VCs and startups. Some of those sectors overlap at Vive, but instead of a chief innovation officer at health, we'll have a chief information officer at Vive. So we have a lot of the same companies sending different people for different reasons. Um, there's a different set of companies there. There's a yes. different set of topics in the program um, and really a, you know, a different conversation going on um, and a different purpose. So we, we launched Vive. Uh, in and in our first year which was in 22 we we pretty much had everything going against us it was a first year event we were I think we the event took place just after the the second variant Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we we landed an event with about 5100 attendees and about 350 companies and you know what we again focused on which is our format, and that is delivering return on investment and fresh content and no large booths, senior executives, um, and an experience. and it it seemed to have landed., um, you know, for year two, which will be taking place and our first year was in 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 South Beach, which yes not about to Oh, to yes, kick off an event. <laughs> but year two will be in Nashville, and we think that's going to be a great setting for the event. Um, We're seeing significant growth in the event for year two. Uh, We're targeting about 500 companies and about 7,500 attendees. So we'll see about a 50% growth there. The other thing that we're seeing significant growth in is our hosted buyer program. And that's really important right now because it allows provider systems to send attendees to the event at no cost. And, you know, f- with what's going on right now, we think that's very important. Budgets are cut, but people still have to do business. Right. And so, you know, those individuals that are from provider systems mainly, I mean, we have payer and provider uh, as part of our hosted buyer at, um, at Vive, but they can apply for the event. And if they're accepted, they take eight meetings and they're pre-scheduled. Um, they're, they're very curated and managed and they're 15 minutes and that's it. Uh, so it allows them to attend the event at no charge if they do that. If they do twelve or more meetings, we actually give them seven hundred and fifty dollars towards travel. So we think that wow. at a time right now when you know, especially hospital systems are really feeling the crunch, the budget crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that for us um, is is a great thing to offer. So, but yeah, uh, we we came out of it. And even with uh, you know with health, what we try to do is is be responsive to the industry and and listen. Um, and I think it's important to integrate those things into the event, so people feel that we uh, respect them and, and the the time they spend with us and the investment, um, but also that we're trying to be responsive to what the industry is saying they need or want.
0: Yes. No, it's working. I mean, I'll be at, uh, I'll be in Nashville. I think March 26th, I think I fly in on the 25th or 26th and I'll be there All for, right. for four days. So, uh, looking forward to it. How about a, um, about 45 seconds left or so, yep. but yep. what, um, what are some of the, what are the real quickly, what are the major themes for, uh, Vive this year? What are some high points?
1: Yeah. So Vive, I mean, you know, it, it's, uh, Interoperability, cybersecurity, two big themes for us, um, you know, that are happening this year. Um, AI is, is big, you know, how tech is stepping in to aid the um, work shortage. Uh, that's another thing you'll see. Different points of care um, that are emerging. Um, and, you know, data integrity and ownership. I mean, there's there's just a lot of stuff that, that's happening. What we try to do is look at all of this as actionable, um, the other thing that's important for us is our health foundation that does our impact programs at Health and Vive um, is hosting a techquity, uh program and we'll, we'll, hmm. do, uh, we'll release a two-year research program in the techquity space. So, you know, a lot of things like that that are, that are happening. We, we try with the content to keep it very fresh. And, uh, you know, our speaker lineup this year is going to be really amazing.
0: Yeah, no, I look forward to it. We um we booked my t- I think I booked my tickets. I think almost six months ago, right. <laughs> and, and, and pre-planning. So, uh, and I'm actually bringing a whole whole crew with me. So, um, we're looking very yeah. forward to it. So, and I know I bro- actually I'm broadcasting a radio show live um from the from Vive as well. So, yeah. um yeah. We appreciate so, it, Rich. Thank you so much, my friend. Great to uh, have you on air. We'll certainly have you back. Uh, I know Steve Lieber is also going to join here. Um, in the coming weeks, so uh, much more to come from uh, about you know vibe and what's going to happen and how we're going to all dive into the show together. So thanks again, my friend. All right, thanks for inviting me. You got it, okay. and thank you to everyone for joining us today. You can join us weekdays at two thirty p.m. Eastern, 30 a.m. Pacific. As always, you can track me on Twitter at hit advisor and use the hashtag thisjustinradio so you can respond to your comments from the show. If you miss any of this episode or want to hear more, all the shows are posted on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Tune In. Also, we also launched a brand new website at justinbarnes.com with a lot of good new content. So check that out. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe.